Good buddies, and welcome into the Good Buddies Anime Review. I am your good buddy Roger, and I am your good buddy Brandon. And today is the day that we're talking about an anime that we've talked a lot about in the last couple of months. Yeah, man. Uh, we hopped on that first season, and this this season that we're about to review, uh, we talked about in the mid season stuff, and mm-hmm. here we are. It's Mob Psycho 102. Yes, sir, and it's freaking right man and i was on the, i was on the hype train for this it's uh, very good very, I, very I hopped good. almost it, it, it took me about a week after we finished the first review then i bolted into season two and i was like god this is great yeah man i tried to hold off because i knew i was gonna be like really bummed when there wasn't more it, it wasn't finished mm-hmm. and i ended up just dying yeah. in anyway it's very good but let's get on into it now the, what we're gonna do here is we're gonna break down this season we're gonna give it a final review and a review of recommendation we're gonna give it a final score and roger if it was boo-boo garbage what would you call that i would call it an anime maybe not what if it was mm, it's okay mm, anime well, it was you know pretty decent it was average and maybe if it was actually pretty flipping good. That's an animos, definitely. But if it was awesome, if it was damn near perfect. Man, we would rate that as an animazing. Yes, sir, we would. And the way we're going to get there is we're going to take five different categories, two star each, a total of ten stars, because that's how math works. We're going to start with our first category that we're going to talk about is the... Story and setting. Second category is... The characters and development. Third category is... The art and animation. Fourth category, Roger. That soundtrack. And finally, that good buddy's wriggle room, we're going to talk about our fifth thing, that je ne sais quoi. Roger, what does that mean? Uh, I don't know what. I don't know what. But that's how we're going to do it. Let's get on into it. Roger, you got a little little synopsis for us? You want me to take it? I want you to take it, dude. All right, here's You a, told me yours already. Here's, so. a, here's a quick pitch for this one. Hey, did you see season one? It's more of that. <laughs> no, it's it's basically so we are talking about a season two here. If you haven't seen season one, yeah, eh, you really should because it's freaking great. And season two, I gotta tell you, I didn't know if it could. I feel like it topped it. I think uh, so. I but would it's agree. basically the ongoing adventures of Mob, uh, a young man yeah. who has these incredible psychic abilities and who's also eh, a bit of a bit bit socially awkward, bit kind of you know he's kind of yeah. weird. But uh, he's working on it. That's he cool is working on it. He's, he's, he's working doing on his it. best to grow. More importantly, it's a show about him not relying on his psychic powers to make him feel stronger better to put himself at the forefront of anything because i mean yeah i just got those and people who don't mm-hmm. got those they're doing great so i should be able to do okay without him so that's what he's doing he's working on himself improving himself it's a very cool show it also deals with his uh friends relationships and ultimately a big old throwdown with an evil psycho psychic organization mm-hmm. called claw people that would use their psychic powers to lord themselves above the regular people that don't have the masses powers. yeah the massive but in mob's eyes these people are just as special because they are strong in other aspects exactly uh and that's that's what makes this show great yeah man, uh, it's we, pretty cool I, I will uh i will if i remember i'll put a link up there for the uh first review if if you have not seen the first season uh you shouldn't even be here but you know really? <laughs> uh, we still welcome you and uh, if you want to go catch that review, that spoiler-free review, I'll, I'll have it up there. But uh, yes, it this season is is really good. 
and it just leads straight off the first one, like Brandon said. However, I feel like this one is a little more. It has a little more empathy about it than it's mm. like a little more empathetic than the uh, the first season. Yeah, maybe. Do you want to jump on into the story and setting? Uh, yeah, let's do it. So, I mean, pretty much we gave you the basics, but I, I would say that like the first season, it uh, it starts out with a lot of like this simple kind of slice of life stuff, particularly the first couple mm-hmm. episodes are just about Mob and him, you know, living his life and whatnot without a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, there's also the occasional spirit job and whatnot working with Reagan. Uh, later, it turns into this... Uh, a pretty big showdown with the with Claw, as we already said, uh, toward right. the la- later episodes. And in between those, like right about the middle, you get a pretty interesting arc with a uh, like a possessed girl and whatnot. Yeah, that was ooh, those are some good episodes. There's like a two episode stretch that man oh man really breaks into it. Yeah. But we don't want to get too spoilery. Obviously, we're gonna kind of try to keep it light. Yeah, sure. Uh, anything else to say there? I mean, uh, I mean, that's the the story. The settings in this exact same yeah, place. We're still in uh, Seasoning City. They do take a trip to another town uh, briefly. Yeah, like where all the uh, there's a lot of like urban legend kind of stuff going yeah. down in a, in a nearby uh, town. What was that? What was that? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, God, it was a uh, the grabber or something like that. The, oh yeah, the yeah, snatcher, yeah. the dragger, like, uh, the dragger. There you go. Yeah, there was an urban legend um, about there was a he, dog with a human face. There was the dragger. And there was the the oh the running grandma I think yes and there was the the person in the red coat who you would die if you saw him or something like that uh, yeah Mo- most of those turned out to be pretty much yeah what what I liked about the that though is the dragger uh, there's actually a, a phenomena that people at least entertain uh, in a pseudoscience manner oh here we go of where people can come up with an entity like that and. Uh, and and in some uh, aspects, it becomes real to people. It's mm. not necessarily real. Kind of the kind of the fa- kind of the mass hysteria kind of thing. Yeah, kind yeah, of like, yeah. like Slenderman. It had you know, it wasn't real. It was totally made up, but it had an effect. And it did lead to those two girls stabbing right. the other girl. And there's actually there's actually a cryptid out there now called the oh, no. the rake, I believe. And the it is, rake. Yes, the rake. And it is this creepy little. It, dude, you just got to Google an image of it. I would rather um, not. Yeah, but it, that's it, another thing that nobody knows where it came from. It's just is, a mass. Is it, is it a rake? It's not a rake. It's, is it when it's called? Is it rake like rake your eyes or rake your like, back? It's like, like chupacabra esque almost. All right. Why is it called a uh, rake? <laughs> but it's like bipedal. All right. Um, All right. Well, uh, this is a good enough time as any to plug our good buddies uh, over at Hidden. Uh, yeah. You should check out their podcast. Yeah, maybe they'll do something on the rake. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll try and drop will. that to them. Oh, I love those cats. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's essentially something that people willed into existence, and now there's people searching for evidence that it might actually be some sort of cryptid. Now, that's all pseudoscience, and it's probably mostly BS, but it is, at the very least, interesting, and they took that kind of approach with. Uh, I'm gonna with tell this Parker character. you said that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you said it was BS. Oh, I mean the rake probably is BS. <laughs> All right, I ain't well, saying it's Bigfoot. All right, I ain't saying it's Nessie. Let's continue. Uh, <laughs> Those are very real, sir. But yeah, as far as story and setting goes, it's I mean it's pretty much same as the first season mm-hmm. uh, without without getting too spoiler and whatnot. But let's move on to those characters and development. How you feel about them, Roger? Uh, I feel I feel great about them. We actually progress further in development. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of course, there's uh, I think the the first kind of main arc there deals a little more with Reagan uh yeah. because him and Mob have a bit a bit of a falling out. Yeah, there's a there's to, a couple episodes that yeah, kind of spoiler that. in it. So it it focuses on Reagan and him trying to continue propelling himself forward as the business is starting to pick up. Yeah. But also him realizing, "Hey, 
Mob is, you know... He's his own guy. Yeah, he's his own guy. But he's also, you know, he's my pupil and my Mm -hmm, friend. mm -hmm. And it's a really, really good uplifting arc. Yeah, there's a lot of really great stuff um, in here. And then, of course, uh, Shigeo is coming out in his own mob. Mm -hmm. uh, He's he's, he's springing up there, man. Yeah, man. He's talking talking to more people. He's really working. He's improving on his his body improvement club. Mm -hmm. He's moving forward. I Uh, love the body improvement club. Yeah, dude. They're basically just the best, like, kind of a... I don't want to say like Roman course or whatever, but they're just like this group that's there every now and then and they do shit. They're just basically perfect. Yeah, they are a real great example for what for 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 the young men, the youth of today. (laughs) What and what makes them great too is typically people would see like bodybuilders and guys like that in high school. Like these big buff dudes be like, Oh man, that guy's probably a bully. Looks like he messed me up. Douchebags. And it's they complete opposite. They're 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 just they're just such good guys. They're they're (laughs) they're some of the most likable people in the freaking series. Such nice boys. Um, and their silly haircuts. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. All the the delinquent haircuts. Oh yeah, they're great. They're so big, dude. Uh, but yeah, they're awesome. Uh, Shigeo's is getting in with them. There's actually a marathon that he runs, and that is one of my favorite episodes in the whole series. Yeah. Um, and it there's just so much payoff in in this one. Uh, uh, Dimple is actually he's he's sticking by Bomb more and more and more. Dimple he's, has some really cool moments in this yeah. show in this season. You can tell that like it's going from in the first season when he was just, he was just about, trying to use him, basically. yeah, trying to use him and get into get in good so maybe he can possess him to where Dimple is more of a partner. He's sticking yeah. by him, uh, and that's the cool thing about Mob. He's he wins people over like yeah. that because he's just so damn genuine. Yeah, there's several parts where um, it seems like stuff's going like really badly, and Dimple manages to be the one to like you know help out and snap Mob out of it. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Um. And then in this season, I would say there's a little less of Taruki and Ritsu, mm-hmm. uh, but we do get more of a character that is only there for just a little bit in the first season, and that is Shu Suzuki. Mm. Uh, he's the the red-haired kid. He's mm-hmm. uh, the claw leader's son. Yes. Um, so you we, see him for a bit toward the end of that one. You get a, a decent a bit more with him here. Uh, some good development. You really get his backstory and a little bit of his life going on. It's yeah, it's very fascinating stuff. Um, yeah. I I was really I was really taken in by like how well they they portray and develop these characters. It's I mean the first season did it so well, and then this one just expands upon it. You see these people grow and change as they would because most of them are children, um, mm-hmm. and you know you grow and change when you're a freaking kid. You're you know learning who you are and how you want to be and how you want to interact with people it's really well done yeah i will say same complaint as last time there's not as much stuff like most of the female characters that show up are pretty much just there for a second uh my muscly girl who was part of uh claw the their their whole group at the end there uh, that one sector of it anyway she does have you actually get to see her in action and boy oh boy that's a hell of a fight scene uh we'll get to yeah. that in Arden animation uh, I and i will say on that that phil this season does if not just a smidgen, a little more with the, a little with bit the more, but it's still like the first I don't know. It, it just still still seems like some of them are like you know this one's just there to be yeah uh, like a goal or something yeah. rather than a character. And which I, I, I but yeah. it's still it's still very good. It's really hard for me to yeah, argue. Yeah, I, with I think we said in the does. first season too that that is just kind of a very very minor yeah like a minor nitpick. Yeah. Um, and then the one last character I would like to mention is uh, from. In the new season is uh, Toichiro Suzuki, the, Ooh, the leader of Claw. Yeah. Uh, so we we get into this guy. Uh, there is one more baddie, but uh, we'll we'll leave him there for you guys to go discover. He's pretty early on. He's actually part of that possession arc. Uh, yeah. 
But this guy, this guy is our big bad here, and uh, he is the leader of Claw. He is extremely powerful. He is, of course, uh, Shu's father, and he is. There's like a certain lifelessness in his eyes. It's like it is just him, uh, even though he has a bunch of underlings. And the way he he manipulates, it's a very real form of manipulation and stuff yeah, that he uses. Very much so. Uh, um, there is one more character I'd like to talk about, which is uh, let me. I'm just getting the name here. Okay. Uh, he's one of the guys who is the. There's actually like two that yeah. I like to talk about, but one in particular yeah. I'm going to talk about. I know. I know uh, who you're about to mention. Yeah, one of the super high up guys in Claw. His name is Ryo Shimazaki. That, that's the guy. That's the dude who like has the the blanked out eyes and whatnot. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. My dude's too cool. He's basically like it's the one where like if if you're you're playing a game, you're watching anime, whatever you're watching, uh, there's gonna be a guy you run into who's like damn near unbeatable, and like how do you even deal with this? This your boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a boss fight, and it's oh rad. yeah, it's a freaking gnarly boss fight too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the guy the guy basically like just knows what's going to happen before it does. He can read you even though he's blind. Uh, he's got that whole thing going on and. Man, oh man, he can also teleport. I mean, it's one of the coolest uh, settings ever. Uh, I, I mean, since we're talking about it, do you want to move on to our next thing, the art and animation? Because a lot of that is how rad these fights are. Yeah. Um, let's, let's go right into I'll it. I'll say, just talking about the fights, the, there's two big fights uh, that really struck a chord me. One is with that guy I was just talking about, Rio. Uh, and it's interesting because while it is a bunch of psychic people jumping around and fighting each other, it's a fairly small scale compared to like the big fight with the claw boss. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this, I don't think we're getting spoiler because if you can't figure out that the, the organization they're going to fight, then come on, it's a show. Yeah. But the, the fight with that guy is one of, with Rio is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Just the way that he's teleporting around without getting too spoilery. There's one bit in particular that really, I, I still think about it and it just, it's so cool to me where he's teleporting around, jumping around, beating the crap out of all these guys at once. And you cut to one character who is holding a gun kind of shakily trying to track him, trying to get a bead on this guy as he pops around left, right, left, right, gone, gone. He's over here. He's over there. And then you hear him right next to this guy. It's all first person when you're seeing that gun and you hear a voice say, Hey, are you going to fire? And he looks to the right and he's right there. He just teleported right to him Yeah, and just knocks him. It's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And again, that's a relatively small scale uh, where they're jumping around on and through buildings compared to the final fight where they are hucking buildings. Yeah. Uh, but they are both masterfully done. The art is amazing. Yes, it's, it's, it's so good. Extremely flashy. Yes, it's very and flashy. They they blew the whole budget. Yeah, I would say so this would, this season is a little more expressive than the first season. Yes, too, very much so. Because it, they really go all out on, on the animation here. Yeah, they no they brought it back in big time. The colors, um, the movement, the mm -hmm. way it flows, everything about it is just masterwork level yep, I loved it dude it's it, so good it's so good those fights all three fights are have their own feeling and it all comes across super well and it's super pleasing to look at and also the feeling that the fights mm -hmm. you know the the, the very evocative. whether it's the the sorrow or the the frantic nature or the like you know like this is an unwinnable situation mm -hmm. whatever it's supposed to do it exudes it very well Mm -hmm. uh, so I was I was real real into that. Uh, let's see what do we got next. Uh, we got the soundtrack or the art and animation. No, that no was that's art animation. animation. Now we're talking soundtrack, soundtrack and music. Next. Yeah, soundtrack and music. Now that opening ninety nine point nine. 
freaking great. It's so great. I would say, I mean, you know what my favorite this season is, but I'll call it my second yeah. favorite. <laughs> that's, that's not even playing around. I just really like the song from uh, Love is War, but yeah. man, oh man, just everything about this opening rips. It's so good. I would Every say this is it. probably my second favorite, too. Yeah, of course, your first one is from Domestic Girlfriend. Yeah, that mm. song freaking kills, dude. You dink. The uh, uh, <laughs> point is, everything about this one is amazing. There is every single thing that you're seeing, everything that happens is a reference yeah. to something in the yeah, show. Yeah, once again, it's by Mob Choir, too, like yes. the first season. Yes, yes, yes. It's called 99.9. It is awesome. It just rips yeah. so hard. There's constant re- uh, references to not only the show, but also animation in yeah. general. Uh, there's a there's a really, really excellent breakdown video by Mother's Basement. Oh, yeah, yeah, You yeah. should check out That's if, worth if looking you haven't. At. Yeah, because yeah, he goes I through mean, everything. I feel like, I've, yeah, he, he, he hits every nail right on the head. I don't feel like we're going to do it any justice by trying yeah. to, so just check that out. It's great. Yeah, But well, like it, in terms of the music and the show and everything, mm-hmm. it's quite well done. I will say I don't really remember most of the music from the show which is probably good because that just means it did its job i i remember like back i remember right? some of the the fight musics and stuff mm. they were awesome dude they kicked ass okay they were there were some ripping guitars and stuff in there like most of the slip going. Me, but uh yeah probably because you're noticing the fight so much yeah but yeah there the the background uh the the interstitial music mm-hmm. is 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 good is good and the the outro is good as well but, oh yeah the outro is quite good uh, it's real chill none of it none of it leads to what 99.9 does yeah that 99.9 is like kills, dude. the song's so amazing uh the animation for it just the the whole package of that opening is freaking damn near perfect yeah. and which is makes sense because it's there, called 99.9 there's baby. a line in that damn song too and the line is can you feel your own frustration and it sounds like he's saying masturbation yes you're a monster <laughs> it does though dude it does kind of if you listen to the okay so here's the thing when you listen when you watch it the voice that is saying those first lines is not the so- voice from the actual track the actual track which is available on spotify and online it's just the lady singing it the same one that takes mm-hmm. it up like in the second verse or whatever the second part of that so when she says it I hear it just fine. Can you feel your own frustration? Yeah. When the when the kind of robot-y voice, yeah. male Can voice says... Can you feel your masturbation? Okay. Chill. Dude, that's... that. I nailed it. We're never going to have an episode that doesn't get the explicit tag, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, masturbation isn't a bad word. I mean, it is when you say it like it's five times. It's in the times. Bible. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you feel your is masturbation? It bad that I, that's, not, that's not in the Bible. Yeah, yeah, there is a verse that says it is better for your seed to fall into the belly of a whore than upon the ground. And the fact that I know that, speak for yourself, sir. Hey, man. <laughs> All right, let's can you go. feel your masturbation? You got to stop this. Let's continue. <laughs> the music's very good. Uh, yeah. Suffice to say. Uh, do you want to move on to our final category, or you have anything else to say about music? Uh, no, no. Other than, can you feel your masturbation? You're evil. Let's talk about that. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. How'd you feel about it, man? I loved it. You know, I thought, I thought from the first season, we 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 didn't really get. We did get different things. It was a continuing uh, story from the first one, mm-hmm. and you got more of the same. But the same is so damn good. Yeah, I, I would say it had a lot of the same, but it also expounded upon it in a way yes. that I didn't really foresee. And yeah, and like if if from the first season you thought that you couldn't love Mob anymore. We'll get ready for the second season. It's it's very well done. Even in the very first episode, his his level of of respect and kindness 
and understanding that he shows other people, even when they're doing him kind of dirty. Yeah, yeah. Even when they do him kind of dirty, he's you know, he his his level of forgiveness and trying to be like, hey, I still you know like I I understand that you were in this situation. I still be your friend, and I still want to help you, and I still believe in you. You know, my guy Mobby reminds me a lot of my good buddy Roger because he's just a good dude. Yeah, just a good dude. I've actually I thought you were gonna go with Jesus, but <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm gonna compare this cartoon to Jesus. No, uh, that this is actually I don't know if you remember this. This is the thing I've always said about my buddy Roger. This is the thing I've always said about my buddy Roger, and I'll say the same thing about Mob. Sometimes, sometimes you meet someone and you think, oh, this guy's nice, or this guy's smart, or this guy's cool, what whatever. You might have these words to describe someone, and everyone's a lot of different things, but. The first thing you think about someone might be, oh, they're very, you know, ingenious. They're very clever, whatever. Mm -hmm. My good buddy, Mob, just like my good buddy, Roger, the first thing I think when I think about him is, that's a good guy. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. Love you, bud. Thanks, man. But uh, I'd say the same thing for Mob, and the same thing, I mean, I said this about, uh, what I wrote down for the Genesis Qual on this one was just, I just said it's just great. It's got style. It's got substance. It's got a lot of heart and soul. It's just... It's hard to put down. It's going to be hard to wait for a third season. It is the total package. It is sure... (laughs) It sure freaking is, and I think I think at least I don't know your score. I imagine it's high. It's pretty. I know high. that my my score is going to reflect it. All right. Well, do uh, you want to get into those scores? Now? Yeah, let's hop into the scores. All right. So, what did you give it for the story and setting? I gave it two points. I gave it a solid two. How about the uh, characters and development? Two points. Also two. How about the art and animation? Two points. Solid two. <laughs> We're tied up. How about the uh, soundtrack and music? One point five. Also one point five. I had to go there as well. And the Genesis quoi? Two points. I went a one point five on that one. Okay. You got it. You got a half point on me, bud. But okay. I think that puts you at a total of nine point five. Yeah, and that puts you at a nine. That puts me at a nine. So uh, you, that was about. If you could, you'd put a point nine in there just to say it's ninety nine point nine. Yeah. Huh? Oh damn! <laughs> should have thought about that. You should have thought about it. Uh, you fool. But oh. yeah, it's it's very good. Yeah, that's an amazing from both of us. I, yeah, man. This anime, I cannot. I cannot recommend it enough. I can't stress how good and, it is. And that's know? what's kind of fun about doing these these style of reviews mm-hmm. is that it all builds on recommendations. Yeah. Uh, and like that, I can't ultimately think of that's a, the thing. I can't think of a single person that wants to watch some anime that I couldn't recommend Mob Psycho to. Yeah, I I think it's it's one of those things that like if you haven't seen it, you really need to jump on this train. It's, it's just, just that good. So damn I mean, good. And like I've said before, like, you know, if there's a show that's been out a while or whatever and it's so many episodes, it's gotta be amazing for me to get on it. This one's like what, twenty five right now, twenty six, mm-hmm. something like that total. Uh it is that is not a long 25 walk. Five plus an OVA. Yeah, uh, and there's an OVA coming. Yes, that is that is not a long walk to get into this one, and it is more than worth taking. It's just that good. It yeah. really is. You'll you'll blow through it freaking fast. Yeah, man. You might watch it more than once. I I actually imagine that a lot of people are. Yeah. Uh, I know that I will be checking out again, especially when that third season starts getting close. I'm gonna pull. Mm. I'm gonna pile all the way back through. Uh, yeah, man. And I'm going to happily do it because, God, it's It's, it's just good. a very, very good program. It's just so program. damn good. It's a legitimately great program. Uh, but, yeah. Let's, that uh, about let's, wraps it. Let's get on to, to next week, dude. We're going to be talking about another good program. Oh. Oh, are we? Oh, yeah, man. Maybe maybe a program that you mentioned earlier. Maybe a program that you really love. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm gonna I, s- but do I love Is War It? <laughs> You love this war, dude. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're reviewing Kaguya-sama Love is War. Uh, just wrapped like a week or two ago. Uh, 
I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Despite the nine points I just gave this one, that was my personal favorite this past season. Yeah. Is Kaguya-sama Love is War. I'm really hyped to talk about it. Well, I'm dude, probably going to rewatch it. Just, it's that's so super good. exciting because the week after that, we're going to talk about my favorite anime oh, of the no. season. What's, what's that? Domestic girlfriend. You're evil. <laughs> All right. So next week we are talking about Kaguya Summer Love yep. is War. Check it out if you haven't already. It's quite good. Uh short little segments for mm-hmm. each episode. It's very, very fun. I'm I'm gonna have a good time with that yeah. one. And then Roger will have a great time after that one with the next one. Yep. Uh but beyond that, we love you. Thanks for watching. Give yep. us smash that like button, subscribe, click that bell so we can ding your dong, and uh check out the links in the description below. Yeah. Am I leave, it, it? leave us a comment. Mm-hmm. Uh leave us a question in the comment. Let us know what you thought about the show. Oh, absolutely. Uh, those comments are really important to us. So if you good buddies are listening to this and y'all made it this far, thank you. And mm-hmm. uh be sure to talk to us. Also, we have some uh some kind of bigger uh updates coming for y'all in the future. So be on the look for that. Would you call it spring cleaning? Uh yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're tidying up a bit and it's gonna tidy up a bit. There might be a couple changes on the YouTube channel. I think the the podcast is gonna remain pretty much yes, the same. Yes, yeah. it will. It, it, Which if you're listening to the YouTube related, if you much. are listening to the podcast, by all means, click click five stars and leave us a review. We'd appreciate yep. it. Um, but, um, but yeah, we'll we'll get more into that later. And uh, you guys take it easy. You gals take it easy. I really appreciate everybody for hanging out with us, yeah, and man. we'll see you on the next one in uh, Kaguya Sama Loves War. Bye-bye. Goodbye. And we're in the ramble. ramble. All right. Anything else to say about Mob? Um, Dude, I think I said most of it there. I mean, dude. Yeah. I, 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 we can get into We can talk about those fights if you I want I mean, to. if you want to sit here and watch me jerk off this show for another 20 <laughs> minutes, I mean, I will. I love it, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Well, I really like those fights. Because another, the first. the first. Hey, Roger, can you feel that masturbation? I can feel that <laughs> masturbation. You're evil. Uh, <laughs> um the the first fight the first big fight is uh it's like a very sorrowful it's so sad yeah it is so freaking depressing yeah there's a lot of uh this this show really swings you and it never feels to me it never felt like it was you know like taking an easy shot to like try and get an emotional response every everything that happened i felt legitimately was like earned emotion and yeah. i felt it it was very good yeah and and how they managed to do that three different times in this the span of 13 episodes yeah man it's really freaking impressive it's quite good it's quite quite good um i i don't want to say anything else because i'm just gonna sit here gushing about it forever yeah but it's great yeah it's just a good show and if you got that far you if you listen to that whole review and still haven't seen the show please go watch it it's yeah. really worth it uh yeah and mob um, dude mob just makes everything better and like just the way that, like, you would think in most anime, if you went over the vi- the villain, it's kind of mm. cheap, but not in this one. Nah, man, it was it was all pretty great. Yeah, uh, it's so good. I, I can't I can't recommend it enough. Everybody should watch it. I agree. Everybody should watch it. I gave it a nine point nine nine in my review. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you did. But we have uh, this is going to be a, kind of an exciting ramble, uh, it, it, albeit maybe a shorter one, but. Uh, that spring anime is here, dude. Oh yeah, we got a few things to talk about. There's uh, now there's still a, quite a bit that's premiering and we haven't seen yet. Uh, there's a couple you've watched. I haven't a couple. And there, watched there's you one that's gonna be if you're in uh, North America, it's gonna be really hard to watch until the third quarter of the year. Oh, we'll get which to I'm that. Very upset about. But basically, this um, is gonna be our what have you been watching segment. Yeah, yeah, and I will say too, and and maybe maybe you'll follow me in on this point. Uh, we've had a lot of really 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 good seasons mm-hmm. in the in the past year or so 
uh, with winter being very strong, mm-hmm. uh, fall being very strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much 2018 was strong all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, we got, like I said, the really great winter. And now this one is the first flat season that I think I've felt. Really? Yes, because... None of it's hitting you at all? <clears throat> no, there is stuff that's hitting me. But it's just not the sheer amount that the other seasons. I, like, I gotta you. watch this. I gotta watch this. I gotta so watch this. So there's there's some quality stuff, but the quantity there's just not as much that you feel like you need to check out. Well, and I think there's a lot of trash too. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Speaking of, uh, I've got little brief reviews. So with with these animes, uh, there's there's usually like each season like one or two. There are like these shorter little things that come out. Yeah, there's a lot of them this season. Yeah, there's a few. I watched uh three of them. I know you've watched two of them. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just. I don't think these are all that much. Worth. Uh, I watched the third. You you had me watch that one the other night. Oh yeah. With the, uh, with the just, slappy legs. I got you. I'm just gonna slam on through a few of these real quick. Okay. So, uh, first up, there's a thing called Joshi Kase, uh, which I only watched because I saw uh, uh, Mother's Basement guy uh, Joff uh, make a tweet about it. He was like, "Oh, this is weird." Is it Joff or is it Jeff? It's Jeff or Joff? Joff. I thought it was Jeff. Jeff. Maybe it is Jeff. I mean, who gives a shit? It's his name. <laughs> you know that hey. professional shit bag. Yeah. Yeah, him. Uh, he calls himself that, so I can too. Uh, it's called Joshi Kase. Uh, here's what I wrote down. It's a weird little three-minute kink fest for people with uh, schoolgirl fetishes. Skip it, because even if you're into that, there's really nothing interesting, funny, or good happening here. It's just not worth it's it. It's just weird. It's just weird. It's three minutes long. Nobody talks. It's kind of like, there was eh, There was weird. a mosquito. Yeah, it was just odd. Uh, next thing. Here's one that I know we both watched. Nobunaga Teacher's Young Bride. Uh, Boy, uh, read the description of this one before you watch it. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I mean, if if the title wasn't a bread enough flag, yeah, no apparently kidding. like it wasn't for me and Brandon. I wasn't even going to tell Brandon that I watched that one. Yeah, I watched it. But then it. he admitted it, and I was like, dude, I watched it too, and I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> it was not cool. Uh, this one I wrote down, it's an odd little seven-minute trash heap about a sleazy teacher who also happens to be a descendant of the Nobunaga and accidentally releases somehow a time-jumped 14-year-old who's supposed to marry the real Nobodaga. Switch it, uh, I'm sorry, skip it because it's garbage and she's 14, you fucking sicko. Uh, <laughs> Hold next... on, I want to I want to talk about that description really quick. <laughs> because I it was calls like it, what does it call it? A a uh, like a lighthearted uh age, age gap, gap com- romantic <clears throat> comedy <clears throat> or love story, something now, like that. Now, okay. It says age gap in now, there. Here's one thing, I will say this. So the whole thing is like I'm not I'm not going to watch any more of this. Yeah. But in that first episode, the, the there's this girl who pops up. He literally like knocks over a teacup or something and she appears out of it magically uh, in his parents' house. He's there with his parents and his sister. And she's like, I'm supposed to marry that guy. Uh, I'm Nobunaga, bloody, bloody, blah. And he's like, yeah, I'm Nobunaga. I'm supposed to marry you. It's going to be great. Let's make babies and shit. And he's like, oh, man, this is great. As long as she's 18. And then she goes, I'm 15. Whoa. And then she says, actually, the way you do age now, I'm 14. Whoa. Yeah. And then uh, at the end of it, she gets naked. And she like, let's yeah. fuck. And okay. then his mom runs in and slaps him. There, and, and, and It's and fucking in this, terrible. In this, there's a straight up like censorship face. They do the her, censor thing. Over her freaking vagu, dude. <laughs> Like this is uh, like, top of the hoo ha, if you will. I mean, I'm like, it's it's so much. It's one of those, and it's one of those where like you know it was added in. Like yes. there is a version of this that doesn't have that, which makes it well, yeah. All the which more I'm like, you know, like I really I can't say I that I'm I'm not curious, but no, uh, I don't, no. I don't, I don't want to see it. But I'm like, did they actually animate something there? They probably did. They did. draw something out there. Anyway, it's gross and. 
everybody's gross. All right. I would like somebody to confirm that via text for gross, me. Gross, gross, gross. <laughs> All right. Uh, you next sick one. Freaks. I got one more of these weird little short short ones. Uh, we have Amazing Stranger, or as I call it, Sexy Toy, toy Story. <laughs> Excuse me, Scandalous Toy Story is what I wrote down. This is a strange little 14-minute shitstorm about a fucking incel weirdo who shuns real women because he the oh, the ones that were in, uh, in games and anime are already perfect, so why would he want a real woman? True that. Gross. He <laughs> buys a figure of his favorite anime heroine only to find out she's apparently real. Um... That's basically it. I will point out that most of this show is actually from her perspective, and she don't take no shit from him. Like, literally, he picks he picks up this toy, and he's like, wait a minute, she's posed different because she was just moving. She's alive. And he pokes at it. Well, she's got real skin. Wait a minute, do these clothes come off? At, at which point, she mega mans her arm into a gun and starts shooting at him. Okay. Uh, it's pretty fucking weird. Uh, probably skip it. I am going to give it three. We'll see. Yeah. It's not It's not as gross and disfiguring as the other ones. Uh, I'll yeah. say that. Character designs are pretty shit for the most part. The actual, like, little doll character uh, seems okay. She's basically Megan Man. But uh, the dude himself looks like a fucking dipshit with his two-tone hair. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, I saw the... I just saw the, There's like, like a little... like girl with uh, blue hair. The little... What am I... The thumbnail for it. Yeah. And uh, the animation, the characters in the thumbnail were like they look, they look kind of shit, bad. Yeah, they they look like an anime drawing. I don't, expect, that I don't would, expect to get past episode three. With like this whenever one. I was in early high school, like that's what my anime characters look like. Wow, it was like I was just learning how to draw them decently. My dude, he had one of those how to draw anime books where everybody's cockeyed. <laughs> I, I had I had that earlier. All right, but that's that's it for the little baby stuff. Do you uh, have I have one more little baby thing. Bring it. Uh, this one's called. I told you a little bit about it the other day. Ao Chan can't study. Oh yeah, you did tell me about this. Um. Okay, so this one is about ten minutes, ten to twelve minutes long, and it follows uh, Ao or Ao or however you say her name. There's words. Uh, her father is an erotic manga writer, and he's a fucking and perv. maybe is a light novels too. I don't know. He, what an he writes erotic. What an stuff. interesting name, Roger. Can you yes. tell me more about that interesting name? Um, the he named her Ao because the or Ao the first letter the A. Is for Apple. Sure. And then the second letter in her name, O, is for Orgy. And, and she announced Neat. that she announced that to her class and it forever ruined her life and her expectations Ostracized, of ever. Shunned. Yeah, she she doesn't want to deal with people. Even if the people want to deal with her, she's like, No, this is just my life is just too damn embarrassing. And so she is approached in the episode by a guy that they call King of the Normies. Gross. <laughs> I hate everything about this. Uh, and King of the Normies is actually a pretty nice guy. They they write him out to be a pretty nice guy. I bet. Um, He'd have to be with a name like King of the Normies. Yeah. I mean, that's just, he's like a perfectly normal guy. Sure. And uh, she wants to tell him that she hates him. So he just no longer talks to her anymore because she does not like the experience of speaking with him. Or anybody. It's it's not that she actually hates him or anything. She just doesn't want to talk to She would to like anybody. to be left alone. Yes. And um Hey, you wanna have a chat? I would prefer not to. So the creepy uh creepy father who uh says titties a lot, T I D D I E S. Now that's something we can agree on. Yeah. That is that the proper is, spelling, titties, titties, titties. It is freaking it is hilarious and it gave me a chuckle. And this is definitely it's definitely Garbo. Yeah, but I, up I think it's Garbo that I might give the three and just see because I did get a couple of chuckles out <laughs> it, of the pervaded nature. It made of you it. laugh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fair the, is fair. the titties jokes are pretty fun. Uh, but 
he uh, he's trying to you know get his daughter to open up to people and maybe maybe you know experience love with a man. Jesus Christ! So it's hijinks of her father trying uh, to. Man, he 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 that the dad looks at his daughter, puts one hand on her and said, "On oh God, I'm gonna get you laid." Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And so really she bad, goes to man. tell King of the Normies uh, that she hates him, and ultimately he uh, she can't do it. She gets flustered or whatever. And dad sneaks in and uh, pops up her top for a booby drop, you know, bra Jesus and everything. Jesus Christ. He's just he, pimping he, his daughter? King of the I don't Normies. Need this. King of the Normies. I don't need this. He covers her up. I don't need this. He was like, he was like that was uh, unexpected and you didn't have to do that. And I would Jesus prefer Christ. that you not do it um, because I think you'd be better than that. And then he confesses love to her and that's where the episode ends. Neat. Uh, well, the episode ends of her on the bus like in a daze. I but, really uh, don't want to watch this weird old pervert man <laughs> pimp his daughter stupid dude it's stupid i really don't need um, any of that in my life no sir not in my life i don't but i'll give it to three I'll all give right it three now let's talk about some good stuff let's talk about some stuff that's a little longer form these are the rest of these i think are all gonna be like full-on 30 minutes uh actual programs yeah 24 uh, or whatever it is yeah i watched uh on hulu because hulu's got their whole uh funimation thing going uh, it's the anime wars and they have begun uh they have a program that started called robbie hachi or Roby hachi not sure r-o-b-i-h-a-c-h-i uh one word this is a pretty interesting show um i'm i'm not really sure how to feel about it it seemed kind of parts of it seemed kind of flat and weird i don't know we'll see i'll give it the three at least but it's uh the story of this dude whose name escapes me because what am i gonna remember this shit um who is it's like the future something he's got a spaceship i think i don't know point is he comes from a fairly wealthy family he has since bailed on his wealthy family because he didn't want to live like that he has made a bunch of investments and or been scammed several times including one during this first episode uh he runs into a guy who's like a younger dude who's really smart helps him out of a bind at the beginning of the episode and he tells him hey you know they, they try to like they kind of share their philosophies with each other and the younger guy says look nothing interests me everything's boring i just see everything coming if you think about it you know what's going to happen every time uh, life sucks and the other guy's like well that's dumb life's what you make it go out and get into some trouble then uh and then he leaves he goes out and parties his investment falls through he is poor he has no money no hope no anything and a lot of debt oh no the debt collector's at the door who's this it's that young guy come to collect that money he's also while that guy's trying to collect the money being accosted by the actual apparently mob boss or whatever that he borrowed the money from so, jumps into spaceship, flies off, uh, young guy's in there with him, young guy's like, hell yeah, gun it, this is interesting, I didn't see this coming, because he's actually got something going for him now. Uh, they are being chased and shot at by the mob boss on his spaceship, uh, our dude says, well, I do have these, like, fighter jet things. So they jump into him, fly out, go to attack this thing, their steering wheels start glowing, they hit the buttons on the steering wheels, and this is where the show gets pretty rad. The ships begin playing a straight up like like Voltron, like 80s, 70s, 80s, like superhero theme music. They transform and form into a big old mech. And like literally like the dude is sitting in his cockpit like, uh, and then like the other guy, the younger guy, like his chair rises up next to his and goes, brrrp. And he's just like, uh, and they don't know what the fuck's going on. 
and that's where the episode ends. Nice. So it, sounds it pretty seems fun. pretty interesting. Yeah. There's also a whole like subplot where they're apparently he's apparently trying to go to this other planet because it's like Fantasy Island or something where all your dreams come true and everything's sounds, great. It sounds to me like it's a slight like just a slightly more serious Space Dandy. Maybe. I don't know. I never actually watched Space Dandy. I heard good things. That's <laughs> yeah, great. Um there is a the dude also has like a little robot bunny butler that I love. <laughs> And he's great. Uh, but yeah, that's that's that one. Uh, that's all I have to say about it. And we're good to go. You got one for me, that's Roger? That's the bottom line, dude. Because Stone Cold said so. Um, I want, and the bottom line, wink, wink. I want to talk about Demon Slayer. Tell me about it because I haven't watched okay. this one yet. So first, first, the animation on this, I, the word that I use to describe it is striking. Yes. It is a, it is a blend between 3D CG and 2D. Okay. And the way that it's done and the coloring that they use it makes it look frame by frame for the most part. I noticed a couple that were like, oh, that's a little weird looking, but it, I would say that that's very minor. It didn't take anything away from you mm-hmm. know the shots that were upcoming. Sure. Where it looks straight up like inked manga. Like like a comic come to life kind of yes. thing. Yes. So, but so it's, you... it's still in movement. You know, It's not like still form like you would see in an animated uh, comic or whatever. Let me ask you something real quick, because I know I've seen it. I don't think you have yet, uh, but it is out on Blu-ray and whatnot now. Have you seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Uh, I have not yet. Because I would say the same thing about that. It looked like, it, the way they did it all looked very much like a straight up comic book come to life. And this sounds like it's going to be a similar thing, but more of a manga feel than an American yes. comic. Yes, okay, so I have seen what the animation in, yeah. Into the Spider-Verse looks like. Would you say kind of... Um, and that's like more 3D. Mm-hmm. This one's where this more one 2D. Is 2D. But yeah, a similar kind of feel. Yes, and okay. it has those thick... Those, two Those real thick, thick lines. With two C's. Ooh, them thick lines. Thick black lines and stuff. Thicker that than a bowl of oatmeal. Over the face and the hair. And my God, it makes everything pop. Uh, and the backgrounds the backgrounds are very interesting, too, because they phase in, in and out of like, a, like you know, if you take a really nice Insta photo or whatever, sure. and you want to get that nice blur on your background. I don't. You're the Instagram master. Okay, well, you want to blur background <laughs> sometimes to make your foreground pop even harder. So they kind of do that with the... Yes, uh, they do that in and out with, with the background. And it is fucking impressive. It looks real good? It looks real good. I'll have to check this it, out. I like the budget on this anime. I don't know what it was. I don't know that the anime... I, I will say that I did like the first episode. But going forward, I don't know how great it'll be. I'm, I'm excited to see. But at the very least, I can tell you that the, the freaking animation, whatever budget they had, they put it into that. Mm-hmm. Because it was good. Real good. Yeah, it was it was like it was like crazy to look at. It like it's something you like you know you're looking at something that somebody put a lot it's of It's like a kind of thing you into. haven't actually like seen before. Like it really yeah. really stuck with you is what yeah, you're saying. It, it, yeah, your your eyes get wide and you just start taking everything in. Hell yeah. Um oh, I and, love that yeah. feeling. So I'm I'm stoked for you to to, to get a look at that. Mm-hmm. But the story the wise anime, there's like a demon girl or something. So the story follows our our main character who has a, a really great sense of smell. Oh, How fun. he has this great sense of smell, I don't really know, but he's he has part it. dog. Uh maybe. <laughs> he's <laughs> but, a Inuyasha. <laughs> But he lives in a, a cabin in the countryside. Cabin in the woods, uh, yeah. A very, very poor... Uh, it, it looks like his family's poor or whatever. He does most of the work for them while his mom takes care of his daughters. He's got the there's day no, old There's bread. no father figure around. And um, something happens, and uh, one of his sisters is turned into a demon. Ooh. Which uh, there are demon hunters out in the world that try to protect everybody in the forest or whatever. Why wouldn't there be? They, they get they get paid to protect, 
and they protect, um, they attack, mm-hmm. they have a nice snack. So he's he went out to the city to sell, and uh, people love him in the city. He's a hot commodity. Like he's a really well liked guy, mm-hmm. and he's trying to sell charcoal and stuff like that to to bring stuff home for his family. And uh, when he gets back, his sister is now. Well, he finds her unconscious, and later he finds out that she's a demon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the the whole fight kind of starts to ensue whenever a demon hunter finally arrives, mm-hmm. and he wants to kill his sister. Mm-hmm. And uh, Homeboy does everything he can to to protect his sister, and the, the hunter's like, she's a demon. She doesn't care about you. What she cares about is eating flesh. Mm. She wants to kill. Terrifying. And, yeah. And, like, Demon Hunter's holding her, and he's got, like, a sword into her. And he goes to, uh, Homeboy makes a, a play to try and to get get her back mm-hmm. and protect her or whatever. And it doesn't work out for him. It's really impressive, and the Demon Hunter himself is kind of impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's curled over on the ground or whatever from the blow, and the, the sister finally breaks away, and she covers him. Oh, she's like protecting him. Yes, she's she's trying to protect him. Hmm. And the demon hunter is kind of like he's like, okay, um, that's new. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm not really comfortable. He, he, you can tell that he doesn't want to let it go. Yeah. But what he does because uh, the sister and the brother, you know, have such convictions for each other, they're trying to protect each other. He sets them off. He's like, this is where you can go. He muzzles her essentially. Hmm. He's like, this is where you can go to maybe get some help. Huh. And that's where the first episode ends. That sounds pretty interesting, man. It's, I'm definitely going to check it out. It's pretty cool. And it looks bonkers. Oh, yeah, it does, man. <laughs> I, was, I hope I'm not overselling it, but I was very impressed by it. All right. And, and that's like, definitely one for the list. I got, yeah. I've got it in my queue. I just haven't actually watched it yet. Yeah. I I definitely want to know what you think whenever you whenever you take a look. I at it. will be sure to have that next week. For yeah, you. so that's what I got there. What do you What do you got next, buddy? I got another one. I don't think you've watched yet. Uh, I know. I believe you said you've watched the original series of this one, which deviated very far from the manga. Yeah, from where Fruits as I've read, the, yeah, this one's gonna be. Right I haven't up there with watched it. the new one of this yet. I I've only watched the first episode. It is called Fruits Basket. Uh, based on a manga. There was a previous anime series that diverted from the manga pretty heavily and apparently never gave the full story, whereas this one, they intend to give you the full story. Mm -hmm. If you're not familiar, uh, it is the story of a girl who's in high school and she ends up like, who could have ever done the whole world? All right. If, If anyone out there heard this is a story of a girl and thought named Lucky, you're wrong. You're on the wrong side of history. Um, it's a Britney Spears song. Um, but uh, it's a story of this girl who uh, ends up like she. So in the, in the first episode, anyway, she is basically homeless. Um, she ends up staying with this uh, uh, at this house that where these uh, beautiful boys. Ooh, they're so cute. They live. Um, and as it turns out, they are apparently uh, embodiments or something of the zodiac. And if you give them a hug, they turn into an animal. Uh, and that's pretty much the start of it. Uh, there is a deeper story. I'm sure I haven't gotten any of it yet, but this first episode was really interesting. I will say this. Uh, I can't remember the last time I watched an episode of something and smiled as much as I did because the show is just it's the animation's quite good. Uh, there's a lot of just really cute shit that happens. Um, 
it was just a really fun time, and I think it's going to be... I'm looking forward to checking this one out and having just a wholesome, uh, quote-unquote, reverse harem, I guess, yeah, uh, as they call it. But it's going to be a fun time. I'm into it. I think it's worth checking out. If you are like me and you've never experienced fruit, Fruits Basket, I think definitely check this one out. If you have experienced it, by all means, check it out and let me know how it compares, because I would love to know. But I'm super into this first episode. Uh, I feel like I'm going to end up going all the way with this one, uh, but of course I'm going to give it the three anyway yeah i'm i'm pumped about watching this one i haven't watched it this week i had to cover so much freaking wrestling Mm. because it was wrestlemania weekend oh baby and by the time i mean everything was done by tuesday but by the time tuesday rolled around i was like man i am tired of looking at my tv and soaking in yeah no kidding um Unless it's mindless YouTube stuff, then I'm I'm. You just had to step out for a second because it yeah. was such a nice day. Go have your go have your salad. I, I had my good buddies <laughs> over to play Magic. We had we had a game night. Can you believe it? I know it's it freaking happened. crazy. Oh, it was it really was crazy. And then I got super salty at Brandon. You did get super salty because I whipped your monkey ass. You sorry <laughs> bitch bastard. This Dude. boy this boy scooped so hard. I did scoop. It was me. Oh, you baby. It was me. It was I me. Feel, all along I feel Austin. I feel slightly. Slightly bad about it, not entirely though. You felt targeted. I, I feel, I feel like in my mind, in the time that I, I was, I was like, I was making the best that I could, and Christian and my girlfriend got a further game out of it via me scooping. Yeah, all right. Then I won anyway. Yeah. Uh, but that that's it for Fruits Basket. You got another one to talk about? I know there's one that we both watched. Uh, no, I don't have one to talk about other than the one that we're. we're we both watched. Well, let's hit that one because I've got like my and, last and then one. my complaint about Carol and Tuesday. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Let's <laughs> let me just hit, let me just hit a couple okay. real quick. Let me hit this one. Uh, I finished watching. Price Take your Smiles. time, buddy. I finished watching Price of Smiles. Eh, you can probably skip it. It's not bad. Um, I think it's a pretty like I would say at least watch that first episode because there's a pretty good swerve at the end of it. Um, and then it just keeps happening, but it does end up being slight spoiler alert for price of smiles. I guess it does end up being just a straight up war anime. Um, it gets to the point where you can just set your watches to when someone's going to die because it'll be like, this person's on a train and they're sitting there and they're kind of smiling. They're like, wow, I guess it's going to be okay. And I'm like, oh man, here come the explosion. And then there's a, what was that? I, I don't know. Huh? What's going on? And there's a big explosion. And then it cuts back to like the rest of the group that person was with. And they're like, uh, the train was attacked. What are you talking about? Were there any survivors? No. It's like, yeah, no shit. It's a war anime. Everyone's going to die. It's going to be really sad. I feel like a lot of it. So I, I often say on here that like when an emotional beat hits and it doesn't feel forced it feels genuine then that's like really good you know you really feel those emotional beats this one felt like it was going for a lot of there were moments that just felt like cheap ones it was yeah. like i don't know if you've really it went, this. It went full yeah. uh full walking dead yeah maybe uh there were there were moments that just <clears throat> were supposed to be very heavy and hitting and just kind of felt all right another one bites the dust did you do also the the ending of it um i won't talk about it all suffice to say that i thought it was kind of cheap and eh, it was a little it was a little naive i think is mm. the word i'll use there the whole thing is that uh your princess yuki uh wants very hard to just end the war um her plan for doing so is a good first step i would say but that ain't that ain't how any of this would work in real life i don't think but it's it's a decent show. I don't think it's bad. Um, I would just... I mean, it's a solid eight, maybe, probably. Um, but it ain't bad. Uh, let's talk about that one we both watched. Okay. 
That is, uh, we never learn. This was a fun little show. Yeah, it was this a lot. Is what, I was, it was a lot funner than I thought it was going to be. So, like, not unlike um, Kaguya-sama Love is War, a buddy of mine I used to work with, who, know, who I no longer work with, he works somewhere else, he told me about that one. I remember him telling me about another show that was like, oh, there's these two girls, and they're both really good at this thing, at, at you know, a certain subject, but they want to go to different schools, and blah, blah, blah. Sounds great. And I was, I remember just being like, yeah, man, sounds great, whatever. Not really paying attention. Uh, I believe this is that show he was talking about. Good recommendation, my my good buddy. <laughs> oh, was he talking about the manga at the time? Or? I believe so. He so what he, he, the first episode is just he would out. he would very often no he would always talk about like here's this manga that just they just announced is going to have an anime. Oh, okay, that's okay. what he that's how he told me about Kaguya-sama Love Is War. That's how he told me about this one, and I just didn't pick up on it until I actually saw it, and I was like, oh shit, that's that show he was talking about. It's called We Never Learn. Tell me about it, Roger. Uh, so we got our main character who is dirt, 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 dirt poor, lives in a freaking shack. It this show <laughs> just right off the bat has a lot of similarities with Quint- quintessential quintuplets. It, it does kind of yeah yeah. Other than the sisters, yes. Um, but he aspires to go to college, and he knows that he can't afford college, and he needs a really good, dare I say, VIP recommendation. Mm-hmm. And how's he going to get that, Roger? He's going to get it. Because there is this program in which you can become a tutor. And your guy is not terribly smart or anything, but he works really hard. Yes. He's, he's your just, everyday student. He's a real he's a real hardcore studier. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not he's not intrinsically good at anything. He, but he, he puts he, that time in. He yeah. puts in the work, and damn right. Yeah, and so he learns that there, well, there are these two geniuses in school. They so call them geniuses. Yes, mm-hmm. they're the genius. There's, uh, I can't remember the little tags that both of them had. One of them uh, was the Thumbelina of mathematics or something. Yeah, and she's brilliant. She's so good at math. She doesn't even. It's like, oh, you're gonna show your work. Well, I just looked at the this giant equation that took up the whole board, and I just knew the answer. She's basically Matt Damon from yeah from the uh, other ones like the Sleeping Beauty in the Literary Forest or something yes, like yes. that. Um, and she's excellent at writing and and poetry and all all things mm-hmm. of that nature. Now. He's what's the name? Gonna be... Roger, what's the name of that fucking movie? I can't think of. Which one? The Matt Damon movie where he solves the big problem on the board and he's a genius. Robin Williams in it. Flubber? No, it's the. You like them apples? You like apples? How about them apples? Flubber? <laughs> it's not Flubber. <laughs> it's like finding something. I'm gonna. I'm gonna feel like a fucking idiot. Okay. Until well, while, of... while you look it up, I'll, I'll continue on. It's like finding something. So we got the two geniuses, and they are actually the uh, students that he will be tutoring. Because the school does not want them to look bad. Because they want to go to college. Goodwill hunting. Goodwill hunting. Jesus Christ, I'm uh, so bad. They they want to go to colleges, but not to ones for the profession that they're good at. The people say that they should go. I'm very good at math. Well, where do you want to go to school? I want to go to the literary school. What? Yep. Why? You're shit at that. Yeah, I know. But I want to go there. So <laughs> same thing with the other one. Yep. Wants to go so, to the science. So to keep their marks and make the school look good, they have set up a VIP program for students to tutor these girls into mm-hmm. the, the subjects and help them to get into the And every tutor they've ever had has just run out on them, can't take it. Oh my mm-hmm. god, these kids, how do I reach these kids? Well, and there's always the suggestion that the girls the girls get upset because they They, they suggest, say, you know, you should just go to the opposite school. Yeah, where you're good at. Mm-hmm. Do what you're good at. 
but they don't want to. And, and they have, I feel that. That sucks. That's yeah. a sucky thing to do to somebody. And it's it's interesting because that's one that I was looking at and I was like, well, yeah, why don't you just go to the school you're good at? And they're like, well, mm-hmm. you actually find out in that first episode, they have their reasons. Yeah. They're, you know, more heartfelt, more personal reasons for wanting to do these things, but they are reasons and they make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and our guy, our main guy, he's a good dude. He's actually a legitimately good dude. This is absolutely going to end up just being a straight up harem anime. And I usually hate harem animes. I just can't stand them. This guy, at least in this it first episode. It looks like episode, he could be one of them, them, uh, wholesome harems. Possibly. Uh, the dude does end up being like in that first episode, at least just a legitimately good dude. Who's just trying. I will say not unlike with the deaths in price of smiles, you can set your watches to when the tropes are going to happen. Cause there was one bit where he's sitting in between them at a table, helping them study. And the one girl who's good at literature or whatever, she like leans over and is like, oh, blah, 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 this thing. And he's like, oh, yeah, that would be this. And he's like, oh, man, she smells really good. Oh, I can't I can't, can't forget about this. Oh, come on. And then I'm like, oh, no, the other one's going to lean in. Here come the titty push. Yeah. And she just like, hey, can you help me with this trauma? Homegirl is stacked. <laughs> she, she, do, she, do, she do got titties. Uh, but <laughs> Jesus, the show. But at at the end of the day, like it's, I would recommend it so far with the one episode. It's, with the one episode, it's, it's for sure. Creepy. We're getting three. I'm, I, I can see this one yeah. watching the whole thing. It looks yeah. very fun. I, I, I don't think this one's gonna go too terribly wrong. Honestly, you're gonna, you're gonna get a good romantic uh, comedy out of this one. I think you know, with lots of hijinks. It's just and lots cute. of good heartwarming moments. What, I, what yeah. I told Roger when we were talking about it uh, the other night is it's just freaking cute. Yeah, the girls are cute. The guy is cute. Everything about it's cute. There's a couple really funny moments. There's one where they're like sitting at a table outside and they tell him like they want to go to different schools and he like turns around and has this almost a Sobia Sobase type face on where he's just like, eh, like that's yeah. not right. It's really funny. Um, and it's really cute. It's just, uh, the, the art's really good. Everything about it is so yeah. clean and pleasant to look at. It just, it yeah. just seems really good. Yeah. I will say the preview for the next episode at the end of this one did show another person groping the one girl's titty real, real hard. And I'm like, all right, well, here we go. Ha ha ha, Oh, uh, going straight to Ha Haville, but, but yeah, it looks okay. It looks pretty good. Uh, I got one more thing to talk about, okay. and then Roger would like to voice his complaint. Uh, the last thing for me is I finally managed to watch this movie I've been trying to watch for for not quite a year now, maybe about a year, um, and I could never find it anywhere. It just wasn't available anywhere. Uh, it has if you if uh, so. It is now available, I only know because I saw an advert on YouTube, because I do so much time Googling it to see where I can watch it. Uh, and it is available, you can get it on YouTube, you can get it on Google Play, you can get it on, um, what do you call, Amazon, which is where I watched it. It is called A Silent Voice, uh, also translated as The Shape of Voice. Now this is a film that, I talked previously about a film that really stuck with me, one of the, one of the best films I watched, I watched it toward the end of last year, that came out just before this one maybe a couple months before i think two or three months before uh called your name and i said that was one of the best movies i've ever seen it's apparently already got a uh a big big um you know american uh version coming live action apparently we'll see how that goes uh it could be good it's a great story this one uh was overshadowed by that one, obviously, because that movie was huge. Ended up grossing gigantic, like 300-something million dollars. It was like the biggest... I think it broke all the records in Japan and China and a few other places uh, until a Death Note movie came out later that year. But this one didn't do quite as good, but still got a lot of recognition. And the cre- the director of Your Name actually said that this was a better movie. It, was, it, it achieved something that he could not, which I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. But 
It's a great flick. Finally saw it on uh, on Amazon. I would very much recommend it. It is uh, basically the 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 quick pitch is we've got uh, elementary school. There's this kid. He's a boy. He's a little asshole. He's kind of a bully. He hangs out with these other two guys, and they're all just kind of roughhousing and being bullies all the time. And a new student shows up, and she is deaf. She can't hear. Uh, she does have hearing aids, so she has like a tiny bit of hearing available, but it's it's not enough for her to actually like really understand anything. Um, and of course, as as usual with like people who can't hear, uh, when she speaks, she does have like kind of a she's kind of got a slur to her voice and whatnot. She can't you can't it's kind of hard to understand her. There's actually a couple spots where she's trying to say stuff and people just don't get it. But the whole thing is that this little asshole dude. Just he sees easy pickings. He's kind of a bully. He does bully this girl. And it's kind of hard to watch the beginning of it. I'm not going to lie to you. There's one bit in particular where a thing happened. and I was just like, ooh, real bad. Um, I, I don't think it's much of a spoiler. So I'll just say they find out she's wearing earplugs uh, or uh, hearing aids. Hearing aids. Yeah. At one point, he snatches one clean out of her ear and she grabs her ear like maybe like that hurt or something. Mm-hmm. And you don't actually see it. But he's looking at her from behind because he's sitting behind her and she's just like, uh, like this. And he looks like, what's wrong with her? And you see a bit of blood dripping down her el- elbow. Oh, yeah. Just straight up made her bleed from the ear. It was it's again, you don't see anything except that little bit, but it's a little bit gruesome. Um, so the kid's an asshole. And of course, bullying this kind of stuff in general, it's very cyclical. It is a cycle of these these things that happen and what ends up happening is eventually because reasons i won't get into he ends up being the one who's getting bullied now the girl's also still getting bullied but he's getting bullied as well and what ends up happening is we then have a little bit of a time jump uh he goes middle school high school now he's in high school and because he ended up being so ostracized and whatnot and because of all the things he did and realizing what a bad person he was he has developed this crippling anxiety and this depression and he he feels like he doesn't deserve to be happy he doesn't deserve to have friends and it 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 manifests itself in a really interesting way where when he's in school he'll be sitting in class and you'll see him you'll see all his classmates around him and every one of them has these like blue x's over their face because he's not looking at him he's not interacting with them he doesn't deserve to interact with them he just keeps looking down he's really depressed he's got this horrible anxiety and you might be listening to this and thinking wow this kid was a little asshole who bullied a deaf girl i'm supposed to feel bad for him you're supposed to feel bad for everybody because that's how this stuff works it's a cycle it keeps going what goes around comes around and it comes around a lot faster than you think everyone's hurting at this point and I won't go much further than that without getting spoilery. And it might seem like I told a lot because I got to the time jump. That's about the first 20 minutes. And if you're thinking, well, Brandon, these things are usually like an hour and a half, maybe. That is mo- a good chunk of the movie. Baby, this one's just over two. Clock's in at 129 minutes. Uh, it's a pretty long flick. It is well worth it. It is one of the best things I've ever seen. Uh, there are parts where I laughed. There are parts where I cried. Roger, there is a short little fat kid who has the Manetta hair. Except it's green, the good kind of grapes. Oh man, <laughs> he's great. We got grape juice in there. We got a grape juice in here, and he's one of the best characters ever. Um, but yeah, it's just a really adorable. There's parts that are adorable and cute. There's parts that are heartbreaking and sad. I did laugh. I did cry. I did shed tears. At one point, a thing happened, and I was laying in my bed watching it, and I jumped up straight like a bolt of lightning and held up both hands, going, "No!" 
no, 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 why? Like, and I, that's, I can't remember the last time I was that invested in a thing. I was just like, like it actually hurt to watch. And like, but not in a bad way, not in like a kind of way where like I couldn't watch it. It's just very, very good. I would highly recommend it. Um, And if you don't want to have to actually pay to buy it, uh, it's currently, if you Google this thing, comma Netflix, you will find uh, a bunch of stuff saying available on Netflix in March. Well, all those sites they're saying that are UK sites. So it looks like it's available on Netflix, just not in our region, which to me implies it's a coming. I would guess maybe quarter three, quarter four, maybe early next year. But eventually it is going to be available to just watch on Netflix or whatever or any number of other sites. You could probably rent it pretty soon. I ended up going and taking the plunge and buying it. It is so worth watching. It's a very, very just very well done movie, a great story. Just check it out. It's called A Silent Voice. You may also see it as The Shape of Voice uh, is actually what the title at the end of the movie says, but most places it's under A Silent Voice. Very worth watching. Please check it out. Sounds Tell me good. what you think. It's it's really, really great, man. All right. And you would like to voice to some complaints. Some of that salt, dude. Fucking throw it down, Salt Bay. I the anime that I was looking most forward to this entire season was Carol on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know what Carol on Tuesday is, uh, it's about uh, it's an anime about two young ladies. Uh, they are they're on Mars. Mars is being colonized now, um, and everything about this anime they're musicians as well. And everything about mm-hmm. this anime uh, sounded really good. And then they start stacking on things. Well, the director is Shinichiro Watanabe. Which oh, is, that guy. Yeah, that guy. The dude that did Cowboy Bebop. Hell yeah. It's also commemorating Studio Bones' 20th year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, Studio Bones is huge. They're, they do giant freaking animes now. They're they're beloved by people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put out so much good stuff. And this is the one they choose for the 20th anniversary. And we got people from... Uh, you know, that worked on Cowboy Bob, you know, Watanabe, of course. Uh, he's directing the thing. And it's got a pedigree is what you're saying. And and the city that takes place in is uh, a city that is in Cowboy Bebop. It's where the movie takes place in Cowboy <laughs> Bebop. And I'm like, oh, my God, this anime is going to be so freaking incredible. It's got everything. Sounds I'm rad. a musician myself. Yeah. So whenever stuff like that comes out, you know, I'm all I'm all about it. I love checking stuff like this out. And it's spring. A nice spring anime. This is a damn Netflix anime. It's in Netflix prison. We ain't gonna see it till... Quarter three! Quarter three! Quarter three! Round about... October! Probably, yeah, September, October. Somewhere in there. That sucks, dude! That is a bummer. I, I'm so fucking upset about it. Uh, I'm so... I'm, I mean, I'm probably, I'm probably gonna go watch it elsewhere. I have Netflix. Yeah. I pay for the damn thing. It's a Netflix anime. Why shouldn't I be able to watch this... Now, I don't want to wait. I don't care if it's dub or subbed. I just want to watch it. Yeah. Why do? You, why does Netflix make us wait for a dub? Well, because they're Netflix. Yeah. Also, most people aren't even going to know what this is or hear about it until Netflix throws it up. So, I mean, I knew what it was. Yeah, I know you did. I want to watch it bad. <laughs> but I want, I if, if anybody was excited for it and they're looking for Carol on Tuesday for whenever it pops out, it's a Netflix anime. So it's not coming here until way later in the year, though it is airing currently in Japan. So if you have another way of watching it, I can't advocate for anything, but we're not I, saying I will probably I will probably explore my options to 
And we're not telling you to to raise the sail and jump upon the high seas, but if you do, yeah, no one's blaming Kiss you. Kiss anime is a thing, so. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna I have Netflix. I'm gonna I'm gonna check out either way. I'm I'm I want to watch this anime. This show brought to you by Kiss Anime. It sucks too because <laughs> I was like, okay, this is a definite high contender. It's something that I know that me and Brandon will both probably like. Yeah, and it's gonna make for an excellent review on the show. And now, like, we can either you know watch it and people question where we watched it, or we can wait until the third part of the year, sometime late quarter three. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. I mm, I don't know, man. It's kind of a tough one. I'll let you know if I find anything great. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep I'll keep you informed. I'll be sure to keep you informed, good buddies, cuz I probably he'll I'm going to I'm going to find my way to watch If you think that I'm waiting all that time just for them to dub it, nah. I'm watching this anime. Oh, my dude. And I mean, we're getting like f- full musical performances in this anime and stuff, too. That you know, the only thing that would really bum me out is if, is if they, so when I watched um, uh, Beck Mongolian Chop Squad, I was very impressed that they actually like, you know, dubbed all the songs and stuff because that, that makes perfect sense to me. And yet, when I watched um the dub of Zombieland Saga, I was pretty bummed out that they didn't dub all the songs. Mm-hmm. That really bummed me out. So the the musicians that are playing the or that are doing the mm-hmm. songwriting portion, song playing stage portion of the show i don't know if they're going to be the full voice actors or not but they are uh musicians that are they're english speaking oh so you're saying we there's a we're it's probably looking get... like the songs are going to be in english okay maybe they maybe they, they're bilingual they speak you know they yeah, speak okay. japanese as well all right but like that that was going to be my question i was like so with uh but they're english speaking musicians like with like mongolian they... chop squad the song a lot the songs were in english but then if you watch the dub they are also in English, but dub. They actually right. did, did sing them. So are they going to like have the voice actors in English sing them as well? Is my question. If they do, I, I that's think a they're going to stay. I mean, they in in for for the run or whatever. They have entirely different people f- for the music. Okay. So I'm assuming they're going to keep that. All right. It sounds really cool, man. Um, we might not see it for a while, but I mean, I know you will. <laughs> You'll find it somewhere. I was really upset about it. You get so many viruses on your computer. I don't care. I think they're going to go on my PlayStation. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we got anything else to talk about, big boy? You got any anime news? You got, uh, any, uh... You got any anime news? Anything important? Uh, not really. I did see a thing about uh, they they announced uh, some of the cast for the live action Cowboy Bebop for Netflix. Oh, yeah. Uh, John Cho was the big name. Oh, yeah. I did see that. Yeah. Um,. Honestly, I don't remember the other two, and I feel bad about that. Uh, I did also see a thing unconfirmed. I could only find there was a thing on Twitter where someone talked about it, and it was it blew up and got a bunch of stuff. But then if you actually look at it, it the only thing, the thing they cite as the source was like a blog, and it didn't have, there was like no other like solid, credible sources talking about this at all. So maybe I'll do some more research and see if there's anything now. But there was a thing going around saying that uh, Ein in the film will not be a corgi. What? Yes, but will be a, um, uh, what was it? A, a collie, I believe, or something like that. It's close. Uh, still. Something like that. But, and it was like, 
it was some other dog. Point is, it's a different breed, and it, like I'm so iconic. It's like a like a like a bunch like of Aust- people were bummed out. Like one of the Australian collies or something like that with the big Maybe. mane, like Lassie. Maybe, but people were really bummed out because like I'm such an iconic character in that show. This dog who's a genius and a corgi, a beautiful little Welsh corgi. So people were up in arms, but also it seems like the kind of thing that looks like bullshit. Yeah. The, the big note from it was there was a one paragraph in there that was like the decision was made fully because one of the people working on it just really likes this breed, and it's like okay that does sound like bullshit yeah um but yeah well, i don't know we'll find out when the show comes i out, will I tell you that that collies are among the smartest dogs that there are for, sure for training and stuff I like don't that remember so, if it was collie it was some other breed it might okay. have been collie it might if it's a collie i could see it like like a lassie style collie with the big mane maybe uh because because ein is kind of you know like they don't look too different collies are bigger obviously but, yeah um I don't know. We'll find out when it comes out. I uh, I haven't seen anything else about that. A lot of people are saying, no, this seems like bullshit. No no good sources and whatnot, but <coughs> we'll find out. Um, but yeah, that's the only anime news I had. Any questions? Nothing else? Nope, nothing else, dude. We're, All right, well, let's hit those to, plugs and get on out of here, folks. Here, it's about that time. So... Uh, thank you once again for joining us on the Good Buddies Anime Review slash Anime Podcast slash whatever we're calling it these days. Uh, if you would like to drop us a line, tell us a thing, any of that, there's a number of ways to do that. We do have our email address. That is thegoodbuddiesanimepod at gmail.com. We also have the Facebook group. You can jump on the Good Buddies Universe on Facebook. Uh, I would guess Facebook slash group slash the Good Buddies Universe, something like that. Just search for the Good, Good Buddies Universe. You'll find it, uh, and you'll try to join, and we'll approve you. And if you're a jerk, we'll kick you back out. Um, we also have the YouTube channel where you may be listening to and or watching this. That is Rapid Kick Media. Leave us comments, uh, yeah. thumbs up, uh, yeah. subscribe, all that good stuff. We also have the Twitter, TGB underscore anime pod, where you can uh, follow us, check us out, comment on our stuff, all Brandon's that good stuff. Brandon's coming back over here. Yeah, I had a beer and it's, I got the hip ups. Um, we also have the Tumblr, which is mostly dead and zombified at this point, thegoodbuddies.tumblr.com. Yeah, maybe check it out. I don't know. Haven't been there in a while. We'll see. I check it for questions every now and then. But all of those places, and of course, wherever you're listening to this, uh, if it's in podcast form, you may be on uh, Podbean, Podcast Attic is what I use, Stitcher, all that good stuff, iTunes. Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're not on Spotify because, you know, whatever. But uh, all those places that we are, you can leave us a rating and a comment. We'd really appreciate it. And if you tell us something, we'll probably find it. And uh, we'll go from there. Of course, uh, we want to give a shout out to our good buddies, Married with Sea Monsters, yep. aka the Mary Janes. They do have a live show coming up if yes. you happen to be in the Waco area on 420. Yeah. 420. At Spin uh, Connection. Yeah, at Spin Connection. You can check that Put out. Put that it's in be Google great. Maps. You know, they're playing sometime that night. Track it down. It'll be great. Uh, I'm going to try to make that one. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, but. Anyway, you can check out their music on Spotify because they're so cool. But the our opening track, Paper Doll, and so many other fire tracks are only available on marriedwithseamonsters.bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. So if you want to check it out, check it out, zip it out, whip it out, wiggle it around. Can you feel your math bitch <laughs> You know that's what we're going out on. Evil. Evil! Unless <laughs> you had something else. No. It was the only one, dude. We'll just, we'll just have to double team it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we also want to give a shout out to our good buddy Petty Theft. Yeah. That is how it's pronounced. Two P's at the beginning, two T's at the end. Petty Theft. You can find Petty Theft on SoundCloud and on Twitter under Petty Theft. 
and I think that's about it. Yeah. We're gonna jump also, on that uh, in here. Oh, check out uh, check out on the on the reviews now. We oh got yes, a, we got a new outro song from our good buddy, yeah, Thomas Haas Martin. Yeah, he calls it the specific, buddy's good. Oh, that's so good. Specifically on the YouTube channel reviews, the end of those we have a different song. Again, it mm-hmm. is by who? Uh, Thomas Haas Martin. I always that's, call him Haas. That's in uh, quotations. Yeah. Thomas. Hoss, I think Martin. I think he's grown up a little bit. He goes by Thomas now, but to me, he'll always be Hoss. Yeah, and he's my good buddy. I think you described him as one of the greatest guitar players. You oh know. yeah, <laughs> he's fucking good. He's quite good. He he whip, he whip a little ass. He rip a little. Dick. He the the well the, that outro or whatever that would that would have took me a long time to write. He he had his. He was like fifteen minutes later. He's like, what do you think about this? My fifteen dude. minutes. You're saying he's a genius. I'm saying he's f- freaking good. All right. Yeah, check that one out. And uh, does does he have like Twitter or anything? Uh, he has an Instagram, and it's in the links on YouTube. I it's don't know in the links. Fan. Okay. Thomas Tastes Better is his name. We'll get we'll get to that one. We'll definitely have a plug for you next time, big boy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at the very least, like on the on the things, he'll always be in the. Of course, uh, yeah. and we do appreciate it. But I think that brings us to the end of this one. Uh, Roger, are you taking us out? We both doing this? No, let's do it together, man. All right. Uh, so from all of us here at the Good Buddies Universe, I am your good buddy Brandon. And I I am your good buddy Roger. Can you, you feel, feel your, your masturbation? masturbation?